Welcome to Honest Real Raw, the podcast that inspires people while keeping it real. Welcome back to Honest Real Raw. We are back for episode two, but before we begin, I'd like to take a second to thank everyone who tuned into last week's episode. You know, to those of you who took the time to reach out and um, comment, I really appreciate the support and it makes me really excited about the future of this podcast and I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes. And as I mentioned last week, the goal of this podcast is to create a safe space where we can, you know, discuss whatever's on our minds and open up to one another and take and learn from the episodes and hopefully you can relate to the topics that I'm going to be talking about. And I really can't stress this enough. It's the it's the reason why I'm recording these episodes. It's because I want to have this open dialogue and, you know, go on this journey together. So we're going to be doing a lot of soul searching over the next few weeks, over the, the next few episodes. And um, I figured that we start with a pretty big topic for the first real episode. Last week was just the introduction, but uh, let's dive into it. So we're going to be talking all about physical and mental transformations. And I'm only speaking from my own personal experience because that's all I could base myself on. I'm not an expert in the field. I'm just, you know, someone who lived through an experience that I think is worth sharing and that's important to talk about. And this is a very personal topic for me. Um, and something that I've only spoken about with people who are very close to me. So, you know, my best friends and my family. But I'm opening up this part of myself in hopes that some of you will be able to relate to this experience and maybe, you know, reflect on your own or gain a new outlook. And I also think that it will be a cathartic experience for me to, you know, open up and and share this story is part of my healing process in a way. So for those of you who don't know me personally or met me after 2017, you might not exactly know what transformation I'm referring to. But I lost 80 pounds through good diet, uh, you know, changing my habits and my lifestyle and just, you know, working on myself. And while I'm very proud of myself and don't want to, you know, diminish this accomplishment, I want to go beyond the physical change that um, that I went through and kind of talk about the mental aspect of it because I think the two go hand in hand. And while I, I will speak about the physical change, um, I, I think I want to put more emphasis on the mental aspect of things. So I guess I'll start right at the very beginning. Um, as a kid, I was always the tallest and I was so self-conscious about that because people would always point it out. And while I know now that their comments didn't come from a mean place at eight years old, I was very sensitive about it. Um, and I was also, I mean, I guess you could say big boned, like just a bigger frame like solid I think we call it an athletic body type but I remember thinking of myself as fat when I was a kid but 
I, I really wasn't. I, I just had a different build. And it didn't help that the people around me, including adults, um, commented on this and would point it out to me. And I remember like a really specific time I, I went to buy my school uniform and the woman who uh, took my measurements compared me to my sister, who was much more petite and smaller than I was, despite being two years older than me. And I remember leaving the store and just feeling so hurt by this woman's comments. I I felt so small, so broken inside. And, you know, this, this negative self-view that I had stems back from my childhood and carried into my teens. And when I started high school, I was also the tallest. I was 14 and I think I was like five foot seven. And I'm still the same height now, but uh, I always compared myself to the girls um, who were in my class who were much more petite and smaller and shorter. And I just wanted to to be like them. And I I had this really negative view of myself and while it's not uncommon for teenage girls to feel this way about their body it controlled my life at the time it stopped me from doing so many things and I was just so self-conscious and I I couldn't get past it so fast forward to college I'm 17 years old at the time and I was starting to put on weight and it was no longer just being big boned or having like a big frame it was unhealthy and i turned to food for comfort and to deal with stress you know at the time i um i was going through a really tough time my mom was uh, diagnosed with kidney failure and we didn't really know what was happening with her situation and and how it would play out and you know her health was deteriorating and i felt like i had no control over that situation but what i could control was the food i ate and when i was happy i ate when i was sad i ate when i was stressed i ate and although i wasn't necessarily eating bad food or junk food i was eating a lot it was the quantity of food that was an issue And I was using food as an unhealthy way to cope with these emotions. I didn't have another outlet. I felt like I was trapped. And when I got to university, this, you know, behavior continued. And I was in my first year and I was just so overwhelmed. It was a really tough adjustment period for me. And I would say that this was my lowest point. You know, I was doing well in school I was performing academically working two jobs volunteering and everything seemed fine on the outside but on the inside I I was just struggling and I felt like I wasn't in control of my life and I knew that I needed to make a change because I couldn't go on this way and I wanted to start feeling better I had felt bad about myself for so long and I didn't love myself And I wanted to change that, but I didn't know how to. And I was really intimidated by this task. It seemed like so much bigger than me. And I didn't really know where to start. So I just woke up one day and I decided like enough is enough. I can't go on this way. 
and I decided that I would make small changes. And slowly but surely, I would implement something new every month, um, you know, to, to get to my goal. So, you know, I started going to bed early, making sure that I got enough sleep, not pulling all-nighters to do my schoolwork. So I was learning how to manage my time. And then I was making sure that I was drinking enough water, making sure that I was eating a balanced diet. And these weren't difficult changes for me um, because I was ready to make the changes and I needed to do it for myself, for my mental and physical well-being. And in November of 2017, I was satisfied with the changes that I had made and and thought that I was ready to take the next steps. And I, and I wanted to find a way to stay active. So I signed up at a gym and I fell in love with working out. You know, in the past, I had always worked out to lose weight and to try to have these like unrealistic goals for myself. But this time was different because... I wanted to move my body and to be active and I was doing it for me, no one else but myself. So I started working out at 30 Minute Hit, which is an incredible boxing slash kickboxing gym for women. And I found a great community of women and trainers who supported and encouraged one another. And I met so many wonderful people who made the journey so special for me. I looked forward to going to the gym and seeing my trainers and the other members and getting a good workout in. It was the high point of my day. It was my favorite part of the day. And I would always go work out in the morning because I felt like I was starting my day fresh and it just prepared me. It set the tone for what my day would be like. And you know, things were going well. They were starting to fall into place and I was starting to feel like myself again. You know, I was losing weight and sticking to my healthy habits, but as I was making this improvement, I was struggling with my relationship with food. Now, to begin with, I didn't have a good relationship with food in the past. I would overeat, and now I found myself scared to eat. I knew how hard I was working in the gym, but I couldn't seem to find a balance. And I started to become obsessed with what I ate. And it was draining to have to keep up with that. I I was scared to eat. And I knew that I had an issue. But because I hadn't properly addressed it in the past, the the issue was never resolved. I never worked on that part of myself. And I knew that I had to start doing that. So I decided to consult a naturopath and I knew that I would need professional help in order to overcome this obstacle. And I found Jennifer Belenfante, who uh, works at Centre de Solutions Santé, and she was such a big help in the process and she changed my life. You know, she got me on track with my nutrition and this changed my relationship with food. I started seeing it as fuel and as a good thing for me something that my body needed and jennifer didn't sugarcoat anything she told me exactly what i needed to hear and exactly what i needed to do in order to get to where i wanted to be you know she gave me creative snack ideas and meal ideas and helped me introduce small things into my lifestyle 
And this was the help that I needed to get past this hump in my life. It was this this new perspective that changed my approach and the way I saw my body and it allowed me to readjust my goals. And I had set like these absurd goals for myself, like, like just unattainable goals. And I remember a meeting with Jennifer, you know, she had asked me, what is your goal weight? What do you want to be at? And I had told her something like 120 pounds. And she's like, no, Victoria, that's not possible because you are five foot seven and you have a big frame and athletic body type. And it wouldn't be healthy or possible for you to be that weight. And if it wasn't for her and my trainers at the gym and my incredibly supportive family, you know, I don't think I would have been able to regain my confidence and and find myself again. I put in a lot of work by myself, but it was through the support of others and the guidance that I got that I was able to to get to a place that I'm, I'm happy with. And while these physical changes were very noticeable, it was really the mental change that, that kind of shocked me the most and I feel is more significant um, because I found myself feeling happier, calmer, and just at peace with myself, which was a feeling that was really foreign to me. I hadn't felt that way ever. You know, it was the first time in my life where I was happy with myself because before losing the weight and taking the time to work on myself, I thought that, you know, if I would just lose weight, then all my problems would be gone and that obviously isn't true. It's a constant work in progress. And I need to continue to work on myself every single day to stay on track and stay focused. And that's true for both your physical and and mental well-being. But I'm still healing. And that's okay. And I'm going to get there. And I recognize that. So let's fast forward to April 2019. I started my training to become an instructor slash trainer at 30 Minute Hit. So things were kind of coming full circle for me. And I was so happy to get the job and to have the opportunity to work in that environment um, because it was what I needed at that time. I still had doubts about my abilities uh, because, you know, while I wasn't in good shape and eating well, I felt like I didn't have the typical trainer look you know i i didn't have a six pack and my arms weren't really toned but i knew that i was dedicated to improving my skills and being a good trainer and i often had um you know this discussion with other trainers and even some members but i realized that it's not about what you look like it's about your confidence and how you you present yourself And that was something that I didn't really understand before because I was so focused on my own physical appearance, my own insecurities with my body and so wrapped up with that, that I I totally, you know, overlooked the other aspect. So, you know, I was lucky enough to be surrounded by supportive team members who were patient with me and gave me the confidence that I needed and all the doubts that I had were slowly disappearing because I now had the tools and the skills to deal with this negative self-talk that had been haunting me for 
practically my whole life. You know, in the past, I would have given into it. But at that moment, I, I was comfortable with myself and who I was. And I finally found myself at a point in my life where I felt good in my skin, which was, which was a great feeling, which is a great feeling. And, you know, the journey isn't over because it's a lifelong project that I need to always work on. You know, my weight, my mood, my feelings, those things will fluctuate at times. And it's how I react to these changes that's important. And I believe that if I hadn't taken the time to work on myself when I did, then I would still have the same approach and mindset as I did in the past. And I often talk about this with my friend Sab and she's really into fitness and, um, you know, teaches me a lot about working out and good diet. And we talk about why we work out. And we both agree that we work out for ourselves, for our mental and physical well-being. Because that is the most important thing. That, in comparison to everything else, is just right up there. And, you know, while you want to, you know, look good, it's it shouldn't be the priority. And it took me time to realize that. You know, at a certain point, I was also seeing a, a personal trainer because I needed to pass a physical test. And there were certain exercises that I had to do on this test. So I had to perform dips and pull-ups and a run. And I was so hard on myself at this time. But, you know, he told me something that really changed my perspective. Um, He had told me that I should focus on how far I'd come since we'd started the training. And focus on the small baby steps of progress that I had made. I was so focused on this big picture and, and being able to to um, do this physical test that I was turning a blind eye to all the progress that I had made. And I had to shift my mindset because it was actually holding me back. I wasn't able to move forward. I was so stressed and I wasn't able to perform. So, you know, I realized that if I could do certain things, then, you know, great. I could do a dip. I could do one pull up. But it was more than I could do the day before. And that was where my attention and energy needed to be focused. And, you know, I know that this is a very personal experience and it's part of a very specific part of my life Uh, but I hope that you can take something from this and maybe apply it to your own situation you know not necessarily in relation to getting into good mental and physical shape but it could be in regards to your schooling work relationships whatever because I believe that different skills and experiences can be transferred over to many parts of your life It becomes part of your identity. When you go through a change, it becomes part of who you are. And whatever skills you develop can transfer over. For example, you know, you you keep a journal and you express yourself really well through writing. 
Well, this skill can be transferred over to your schooling or to work because it's a skill that you are constantly working on. We're always writing emails or writing assignments. And, you know, the same thing goes for working out. When you dedicate time to your workout and when you dedicate time to taking care of yourself, um, you become more disciplined. At least that was what happened in my case. And I am, you know, not fully healed from this experience. I'm constantly having to work on myself and constantly having to adjust to different situations. But I don't think it ever gets easier. I think that we just become tougher. I think I'll end things here this week. Maybe in the future we can revisit the topic. But for now, I feel like I covered a good chunk of material. And I am really happy that I was able to talk about this on the pod. So this brings us to our final segment of this episode, uh, which is getting deep. And as I mentioned last week, I ask you all one question that allows you to reflect. It's supposed to be thought-provoking. And I actually got... Uh, quite a few responses last week and I was so glad to hear back from people because I really enjoyed reading your responses and it allowed me to reflect on my own and as promised I will share with my own answer with you so just to recap the question was what gets you excited about life and my answer to that is life is about constant growth learning and change And there's so many people you'll meet and so many places to visit and so many moments to experience. And while the unknown is scary, there's a lot of beauty in this world and it has yet to be explored. And despite the negative, that makes me excited to live and to continue and to wake up every single morning. Um, There's a lot that could bring you down, but... Focus on the good. Acknowledge the bad because it's important. We can't completely ignore it. But focus on the good. And life is a little bit brighter. So this brings me to this week's question. And that is, are you holding on to something that you need to let go of? Now really sit with that and do some soul searching. And I'll be doing the same. And just take the time to think about that. Are you holding on to something that you need to let go of? It could be a person. It could be a thing. It could be an emotion. It could be anything, you know? Um, I look forward to hearing back from you. If you want to share, I'm here to listen. If not, you can keep it to yourself. Whatever works best for you. But I really hope that you all continue to have stimulating conversations that allow you to think outside the box. I thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.